I consider myself a revolutionary. No, I'm just pushing. All right, you ready? It's go time. It's finally ready, here. Ready as I'm going to get. That's a fact. It's finally here. It's finally here. Check, 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 check. All right. Boom, 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 boom. And we're back. This is the King Teeth Network. What's good, everybody? This is 2022, and this is our first interview of the year. Not really, but really, because it's the first one I'm going to put out because she is so amazing. Yeah. I have the serious, serious Mo in the building. How are you? <laughs> Why two times? Because <laughs> you two times. You serious, I'm serious. serious, serious. Okay. serious, serious out here. Because hey. You, how are you? I'm great. That's I'm happy great. to be here finally, right? Facts. Uh, promoter. Um, <laughs> and I said it on my advance. No, uh, everything, <laughs> manager, uh, hustler, uh, brand owner, uh, revolutionized the game, mm. you know, back in the day, but then now she's doing something crazier. Okay. Come on now, like I'm Atlanta. Here. Atlanta. Come on now. Everything. She do, she do, <laughs> she do what she do. But um, she has been, to me, uh, and I'll get a little personal here at the King Teeth Network, to me, she has been... Um, somebody I could go to for advice, somebody I could go to in a short time. Because mm-hmm. we really just met about mm-hmm. like six months ago. Yeah. But in this short time, opportunity. Uh, I like that. I'm glad uh, to hear that. Come on now. Uh, just the realness. Because she was like, uh, I, <laughs> I hit her with the, uh, what time works for you? And she hit, me, <laughs> she hit me back, six. And I was like, can we do eight? She was like, you should have just said eight. Yeah, eight. like, don't play with me. Like, what type of games we playing? Yeah. And I respected that so much. I respect that so much. You don't give me an option and take it away from <laughs> take me. Take it away from right. Who do you think I am? Who right. do I think I am? Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's the realness that you bring to the table. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being here. You're welcome. It's, um, it's a pleasure to be here is, with you. I'm excited, you know, especially you saying it's the first episode. Um, I watched you grow. Oh, so, yeah, I watched you grow. And how do you how do you feel about the growth? It's amazing. Far? It's amazing. Because you know you gotta get the King Teeth Network is props a little bit. So we yeah, no, good. for sure. Um, I think the first, if I'm not mistaken, because I don't I don't recall seeing you in the shot. But correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you did a Trench Boy Bricks interview. Bricks! My boy! Hey, from the trenches, yes, Yeah, sir. he was on the couch, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a little ghetto. It was. It yeah. was, uh, <laughs> it was in the trap. It was, yeah. we, 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 I went to the trenches by myself. Yeah. Dolo. That definitely happened. So, from then to now, I think you're doing great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was definitely a breakout. Mm-hmm. Uh, still one, still the highest, uh, viewed interview to date. Maybe till this drop. Mm. Why do you think that? Uh... His story uh, okay. touches people. Uh-huh. Um, people love gangsters. Um, <laughs> and I'm a gangster, by the way. Th- oh, absolutely. Competition's on bricks. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, and uh, and Dollar and Dollar Day. Um, okay. Shout out to them. Uh, but I think what they was able to accomplish uh, in their short run, uh-huh. in their short run of uh, between 2016. Um, just popping off how they popped off and uh, being able to tell that story, you know, being with ARAB before he got locked up. Mm-hmm. Um, just their whole, I think the whole aura itself kind of just brought it to life. Brought, okay. Brought their, their story came to life in that interview and they were real transparent and I appreciate them. You, They know that. Uh, yeah. All love for sure. So I think that's one of the reasons um, it really took off and, you know, people just like gangster shit, and they was on some gangster shit. Yeah, he has a he has a nice following too. I realize. Yeah, so, he does. He does. Yeah. He has a very loyal following mm-hmm. that's been with him since he started, mm-hmm. uh, and that's and that's really great to see. I really hope he can uh, this year take that next step and and really get globally known because he's he's got a global talent on him. Mm-hmm. Um, Personality wise, he's amazing, um, and I think it's just you know putting the right team together. And then just getting it, getting it out there. But um, we not here to talk about bricks, even though I love them. We here to talk about yeah. serious mo. Yeah. Um, but shout out to bricks though. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. And you at the beginning of my interview, so I don't know. Can you like push this to the end, maybe? Or what this part? Yeah. yeah I can switch it up. I do. <laughs> no, nah, but like that's that. my dog though. Uh, you know, I pray for him often. So uh, he actually did a record with Wolf early on. When yeah. We dropped the project. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when we actually connected. Um, but with yeah, he you? Is. 
Yeah, the one with Key Money. Yeah. Okay, so, that was so a that's DJ when Ryan you met him. Yeah. Okay. So you know, we we kind of you know hit it off from there. I could just kind of tell, you know. Good, good, so, yeah. good soul. Yeah. Good soul. Just you gotta pray for him. Yeah, <laughs> I pray for him daily. Yeah. Absolutely. He's in he's in the tight spot, but yeah, shout out to him. He'll be all right. He gonna make it. Facts. Yeah. Factual. 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 Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like you said, we talking about serious more. So, come on, yeah, let's get into so, it. Uh, let's get into <laughs> let's get into the the history um, of. You begin getting so serious because you was mm-hmm. at, at one point light skinned. You mm-hmm. still light skinned, but now mm-hmm. you a thug with it. Uh, <laughs> no, <nah>, but <laughs> um, take us back all the way to before you got into the industry. Before I got into the industry, who, was, who are you? Um, I grew up on Huff Huff Avenue. Ooh, Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, yeah the bottom of Huff. Um, Shout in out between, to Huff. yeah, in between three different neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You know, although we like boom, probably boom, had. Boom. Yeah, so we're talking like 59, mm-hmm. 60th, 66th, and 71st. So, Real uh, Yeah, so I um, grew up on Huff Avenue. Um, I'm my mother's only child. Lived in a house full of cousins and aunties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's just kind of where it started at. You know, I grew up, I didn't have a brother sister living with me, but I had cousins, so I, I kind of did have that. Okay, so you were know, only child? On my mom's side, yeah. Okay. Yep. So, so I'm her only child, but my dad got about six or got seven. Got you, got you. So did you seven. grow up with the only child mentality or because of your cousins you kind of felt uh, like? Yeah, I, th- I did. Yeah, I still got that one-on-one mm-hmm. attention from my mom. Was that good or bad? Mm, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. It's one of those gift and curse kind of situations. Absolutely. Yeah, because she, uh, she was always at work, you know? So. Mm-hmm. So you had to spend a lot of time by yourself. Yeah. Well, so, like I said, I had my my aunts and my cousins and stuff like that, but gotcha, like my gotcha. mom pretty much worked two jobs like majority of my life. So that's where the hustle learned. Yeah. Yep. And it's embedded in you actually. Yeah. So she was always at work. Like yeah. she like I was into sports and stuff like that, and she pretty much was at work getting to it. So she really wasn't physically there. Mm-hmm. You know but what she I mean? Knew she but, was taking. Yeah, but whatever, if I needed a new pair of sneakers mm-hmm. or I, whatever I wanted or needed, she was able to get it, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, she taught me that. I can't lie. You know, it's a lot of things that I that I wish I had in a mother-daughter relationship, but the one thing I feel like she did provide for me was enough to carry me on, you know what I mean? Big facts. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> but Dad, yeah, Dad was a, a Rolling Stone. Um <laughs> He he. I, I honestly can't even tell you where my dad from. Mm-hmm. Like born and raised, but uh, he his most of his family is down in North Carolina. Okay. So I, I, he probably yeah I think he was born mm-hmm. either he was born there or he was made there but um he came up here met my mom. She her story is the first time they messed around. Wow. He got her pregnant. Wow. That's her story. That's rough. Um, yeah, and then right before me, right after me, he had a couple more kids. Really. So, my mom went on that. Yeah. She was like, you got to go. So, uh, yeah. So he went and did his thing. But, we, you know, we stayed in contact. Your whole life? Like, from when you were Yeah, to- yeah. Like, we, like he, I was able to accept who he was. Early? Yeah. Because we, no, because we, like, when he, he didn't leave Cleveland, so we mm-hmm. st- I still was able to spend time with him. Gotcha. Like, I got childhood memories with my like dad. he wanted to be in your life. Yeah. Gotcha. And I, I don't know if it's just kind of based off the relationship that my, him and my mom had. Mm-hmm. She wasn't one of those bitter baby mamas. She mm-hmm. just was like, get away from me with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was at work, so somebody had to take care of me, you right. know what I'm saying? So, my early childhood, my dad, I definitely spent time with my dad. I have great memories with my dad. Probably more memories with my dad than I do my mom. Really? Yeah. Like on, on because the, she's working so mm-hmm. much. Okay. Yeah. So we we always been me and my dad has always been tight. He ain't the That's perfect amazing. dad, but he's my perfect dad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So right. like we. He taught me a lot without teaching me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, Just yeah. from watching. Yeah. So Absolutely. y'all, that's my dog. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's it. You know, went to East Tech, uh, played sports. Boo. Grew up down there in the trenches yeah. <laughs> with those people. Yeah. Um. But like I said, I was from Huff, so. It's not like I had family down the way mm-hmm. or nothing like that. Just a group, me and a group of my friends, we decided to go to East Tech, and we oh, played really? sports. Yeah, because we was from Huff and so Superior. So was East Tech a good sports. alternative sports school? Yeah, it was all about sports. Really? Yeah. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, so we went there to play sports. A couple of us went there to play sports, and um, yeah, we was just that's just it. From there, went down to Atlanta, and then that's where I got kind of like that music background from. Mm-hmm. Brought it back home. So you never were was into music before you moved to Atlanta. So I love yeah. That was school. Yeah, I love music. So music was always it was there. But as a career, you never thought about it. 
No, I was I was supposed to be an accountant. Got you. Yeah, I was supposed to be an accountant. Yep. Okay, working so, with numbers. Yeah, so I went to school for business. When even in high school, I was studying business. Mm-hmm. So I've always like we threw house parties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like we was the house that had the parties. Shout out to the house. You know house. what I'm saying? Um, Gotta have a house. And you know, so having a party, inviting people is kind of like you're a host. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At that time, too. So I was able to, you know, just create that type of energy. I was always fun in school. I was always, like, we, we would have a, a, like, some type of assembly or something like mm-hmm. that. And this one time we had African dancers there, and I was the one that went up on stage and just got the crowd crumped. Like, I was what? one most cool spirit. So I always had a high energy. Yeah, But I never thought, like, about getting into music. Factual. You know what I mean? And so that's when I went out to Atlanta, and it was, like, just a music mecca at that time. And, and then I I'm just... I'm going to date you a little bit. I said it in my notes, too. I'm you said date... you was going to date me? I was going to date No, I was going to date you, like, timing, not, like... I, I know what you mean. You, but, um... <laughs> I know what you meant by that. <laughs> that's why I looked at you like that, though. But, yeah, um... Just a little bit, because... The... Went, da- went down to Atlanta. Oh, it was could... it was jumping. Music <laughs> was going. <laughs> music was going in Atlanta. So I got a lot of my uh, skills... From that, and I just wanted to bring it back home because I knew we didn't have that in the city. Mm-hmm. So I brought that back home. I love um, it. Only why I wanted to do that, and we're not going to do it because she's not going to let me. But only why, only reason why I wanted to do that was because of the eras that you mm-hmm. were a part of. That the shifts, you've seen them all. You've seen all <laughs> oh, the... Not all. I've seen a few. i seen about... In the digital revolutionary age. Yeah, so i say about, about three. I would say the important ones yeah. to me. MySpace. And, I started right. MySpace. We that's, say that. That's, that's, that's <laughs> MySpace. our pinnacle. That's our pinnacle. That was the first thing I got on. Yeah, MySpace. Yeah, so, so we start with MySpace. So from being there to now uh-huh. and, and kind of being able to see the revolution and then still being relevant, that's why I think it's so important. Yeah. Um. So, but we ain't going to talk yeah, about nah, it Yeah, no, but much. we can, no, we, I mean, I started out, I started out hosting, you know, and, um, in that, Atlanta? In Cleveland. I brought it back home. So you so, did you ever get to host in Atlanta before you left? I did one gig in Atlanta. How was that? It was fun, but I was kind of like a nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, just so about the energy. So then when you brought energy. it back home, you was kind of... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So like, I was already known. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't hard to come back with something. Like exactly. people knew my name and they knew who I was because right. of the house parties, because of my energy at school. Mm-hmm. Even at basketball games, I'm the one that's getting the crowd hype and stuff like that. So it was like... Oh, you was that? Yeah. So they, so my name, I was well known without even doing none of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um so when I brought it back home, it was just like, oh, yeah, of course we're going to work with you. Like, mm. everybody wanted to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Because they knew I was active. You know what I'm saying? So From from what? How did they know you were active? Well, they knew you was active as a person. Yeah. But how did they, how did they introduce, how were they introduced to the new mo in the entertainment world? Because um, I started out, I started out with an all-female street team. Okay. That was when street teams was it, too. Yeah. Like, okay. so I'm outside with 10, 20 girls. You know That's, what I mean? Everybody put flyers. That was flyers. time. Yeah, so that that alone set me apart from everybody else. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. They, 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 they would see us, obviously, because I had foreign girls. I had, you know. Did you? Every flavor you can think first of. first off, and I'm going to say <laughs> this clearly, she's always had them. And she, she got them still. Yeah. Beautiful women stay around you. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get that? How did you get that? That's like a finesse in itself almost. You know, I think it became, I think it was so easy, honestly, because I've always had like fly dudes around me too. Got you. So they go hand in hand. Yeah. So it's like the girls would want to be around me because they knew like majority of my best friends at that time was all guys. Mm. So I think that might be why. Okay. Um, but I, like I said, I think everybody just kind of wanted to be a part of the movement. So you was the movement right now. Yeah. Me, you... me and some other people too, but it, it was it was Facts. good competition out there Facts. at that time. But so, you yeah. was one of them for sure. So how do you feel the uh, the scene was back then in Cleveland when you brought that street team? It was high when we was lit. <laughs> we was having a great time. It was a lot of money too. It was a lot of money. Every club was popping. Yeah, it's a, um, it was a little different back then. Every day of the week. From uptown mm-hmm. to the heights, like we was having a good time. And this is too. And I'm not gonna act like this is just 1960. This is 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. 2000s, early 2000s, 2010, and kind mm-hmm. of the that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, that was a booming time mm-hmm. for Cleveland as an entertainment world. Yeah, I want to say like 06, 07. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big year. Yeah. Okay, so. That's when you kind of introduced the street team, the all-female street team. Mm-hmm. Um, 
to this day, people are trying to recreate what you started. Yeah, they did then too, but they they ain't not they not doing what we was doing then. Like nah. with that, they they tried they tried it. Um, shout out to Street Smarts. <laughs> They did it too. They did Street Smart Secrets, but they, they, you know, they was in the college realm, so they mm-hmm. had a bunch of baddies too. So yeah, but um, yeah, SoFly Entertainment started that for sure. So SoFly Entertainment, yeah, um, that was your first kind. That was your management company. Yeah. Uh, talk yep. about it. How did it kind of create? What what happened? Uh, so like I said, I was hosting. You know, I was hosting parties at the time, um, like getting paid to come in and just rock out. Mm-hmm. And then um, I had the girls. And so I just decided one day to just take them down to Atlanta. I was I had an artist because I had a record label as well. So I was investing in music artists and producers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and the record label was called... It was all under SoFly Entertainment. All of it. Yeah. Gotcha. So we, uh, we, just, we just took a road trip down to Atlanta. And when we went down to Atlanta, Atlanta was big on music videos and stuff like that. So I had a, a, a model at the time, Gab- Gabriella, shout out to her. Mm-hmm. And we... They had an audition at a showcase. We took the rapper to go to the showcase, and at the showcase, they was doing a model call. Wow. And so she ended up getting picked. Yeah. Yeah, so we had a great weekend. That weekend, she ended up getting picked, and then we was able to go back down there. So we did uh, did a Bobby Valentino video, Mm. a Trey Songz video. Not She wasn't the girl with the big booty, was she? No, she she wasn't. She just had the pretty face. She just had a pretty face, yeah. she. Um, If you look at... Uh, Excuse me. No, what was it? Was it Beep, Beep, Beep? I think it was. Uh-huh. Beep, beep, beep. She was his lead girl in that. So, was yeah. she? Yeah, so, um, so she didn't She didn't have a body, you know, but mm-hmm. she had the face. So, they, yeah, she got the lead role on that. Um, and it just pretty much took off from there. I mean, that was that was work, and it was proven. You know what I'm saying? So everybody just kind of wanted to be down, and that's just what it was. And then... You know, met Quincy Taylor, Big Hef right now. Big Hef. Um, he so was doing parties. That, you met him in that time mm-hmm. where he was moving and hustling yeah. and grooving. Was, yeah. what, where was he at in his career? Um, he was doing uh, promotions at okay. the time. So a lot of the uh, artists was coming to the city, and he would do, like, the radio promo runs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yep. And so how did y'all meet? Let's. I want to work. Let's do a show together. That's what you, you just yeah. reached out to him? Yeah. And you was and this is before Instagram. This is before mm-hmm. Twitter and all of that. So you yeah. really in the streets, running and gunning yeah. and really meeting people and building these relationships. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he he took the bite. He we did it, and then it's just kind of been history with us from then. So y'all been working ever since. Mm-hmm. Like big. you know, yeah. So like he would get contracts and stuff, and he would assign my girls to the work, and Ooh. you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So. I love it, trickling down. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So we've been locked in ever since then. You know, ended up building a friendship as well on top of that. So and how has that relationship grown? Like, what have you learned from him? What has he learned from you? Uh, relationships, of course. He's he's put me in a lot of rooms mm-hmm. for me to work. So you know, you can you can put. Like, he could take two people and put them in the same room, but it's up to the individual to kind of work it. And so that's kind of, like, where he put me at. And um, I just took advantage of every opportunity he ever provided. Big so, fun. Yeah. And, and I think that alone um, gave him the respect for me mm-hmm. that I deserve. Because, you know, like, one thing for sure, she going to make it happen. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't got to tell her what to do. She going to do what she needs to do to make it happen. Okay. And so here we are now with the record label. Right. That he started. You... And uh I pretty I'm the project manager for the record label. Oh. Mm-hmm. And this is a newer title, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you were just doing client based cust like work on promo, right? On different shows and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, at that time, yeah. So the recent my most recent uh thing was uh I created a new management firm. Mm-hmm. So this new management firm I work with businesses as well. Mm-hmm. So um and shout out the business. What is it called? Katie Professional. There we Group. go. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So so from there, obviously, you know, we've had relationships along the way because his businesses have switched as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, he went from promotions to having a media company mm-hmm. to having a PR company mm-hmm. and not a record label. So got um, you. So you've grown with him every step. Yeah, a few skips. You know, like some of the stuff that, that I really wasn't directly involved in. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, yeah, anything he's he's pretty much done. I've I've been somewhat involved in. That's amazing. You know, and vice versa, if I got some stuff going on, he's usually involved in that too. So that's a big yeah. Because the one thing that he does, one thing I, I commend him on, he doesn't. You don't work for him. Mm-hmm. You work with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So you can do what you want to do. Just make sure you live up to your obligations over here to mm-hmm. make it make sense. Like, don't just take from me. Right. You know what I mean? I, if I need you, I need you to provide for me, too. So we just always had that. 
Yeah. But that freedom as well. Yeah. Cause I'm, cause he, I just. Cause you a hustler. Yeah, I gotta. You keep moving. <laughs> I'm a boss, you know. I'm like, they, sometimes I don't really like being locked down, but. Facts. Yeah, that's why I created the business I created because, it allowed me not to have to only work with one type of company. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to work with two of the same type of company, two car lines, two hair salons. Yeah, mm. or it wouldn't be no, you know. So I just help them, help them do their thing. Yeah, and I'm. Just me. I, don't know. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so take me to a time before we get, because I want to um, kind of break down um, like the era right before social media. Um, take me to that time where you might have struggled, where you didn't know where you might have might be wanting to go with this. Like take me to that time. Was there a time, or was you just always? Late? It wasn't before social media. It was it was during social media for sure. Really? Um, yeah. Um. The, my my biggest struggle is just is just working with the right people mm-hmm. and people just really having their head on straight and really staying focused. That's, that's like the biggest struggle I have. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, because you, you can find, you could be talented as hell, but if you don't have the work ethic to go with that talent, you wasting my time. Boom. Okay. So management mode, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, dealing with artist personalities. Okay. How, <laughs> how All do right. you manage an artist properly? How do you manage an artist properly? Um, so you got to start with the personal, you know? You mm. have to uh, manage their personal life first, and uh, which is probably the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Um, just making sure they mentally prepared for what's about to happen. How do you do that? Um, each individual is different, so you can't really... It's not really a one, two, three, four step to mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Because um, some people may require a different type of attention. And um, so it's really just getting to know the individual, just finding out their strengths and weaknesses and just seeing where you can help them improve and be a better person. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it can be from what they eating to how they thinking or who they spending time with, what they spending their money on. You know what I mean? So it's really uh, I build a foundation there. I try to get to know them personally and see if I can. Like, it's almost like a date. Like, yeah. I'm dating you for real. Trying to see if this could even work in the business world. Like, if I can't get you on the right track personally then we probably can't do business together mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so um so i start there honestly and then um just gradually get into like the list of things i need you to do mm-hmm. over here in the business world you know what i'm saying and just seeing if you can keep up keep focused yeah keep them up so um that's just really it i mean that's the best outline i can really give um if you got like specific questions that i probably it'd probably uh, be easier of to course break it down. I do. um okay but yeah so how do you once you and once you lock in with an artist, right? Mm-hmm. How do you be, make that artist successful and not just successful as a stream views, none of that, but as a artist development? How do you how do you make a, a successful development of an artist? All right. So what I do is I have a a, a checklist. Talk about it. Yeah, so I start with a checklist. I'm I'm very organized and and when it comes to that kind of stuff. So over time, you know, things change. Like mm-hmm. what we did five years ago isn't it's not going to work now. Yeah, so it's like um, you know, just improving that list as often as possible. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's just is well, first of all, we get the business handled. You know what I mean? From what type of credit you got? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, making sure we registering you as a business. Wow. You know what I mean? Making sure your name isn't being used by somebody else. Trademark it out. Um, yeah, a lot of them don't like playing for trademarks, but we we were talking about that. Because that shit is expensive. <laughs> it ain't that bad, but um, but yeah, just you know, just general like surface searching for stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there we just put the plan together. So if we gonna do a single, let's talk about our rollout mm-hmm. and how we gonna prepare you for the single release. You know, like I said, mentally, physically, the whole nine yards. Um. We put that together. Obviously, we got to get the money up because yeah. it's going to cost us some money. Yeah. So we try to create revenue streams to get money in unless you have an investor already. Um, and then we just roll out, you know, and it's a lot of networking going on with that because I have a brand. I know people. I have, uh, you know, people that I network with, but it's I got to get you out here now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every go, every go round, like we got to. You know, they know me, but they don't know you. Right. So we hit the streets, man, and it's still, like, something we have to do. We hit the streets, and we, you know, we, we do our thing. Now, what's like, the biggest difference from with now with social media being so relevant and mm-hmm. so big and how you were before social media? Social media made it ten times easier. Easier? Yeah, less gas. True? 
True. <laughs> um, uh, less overhead. Okay. You know, and what in what areas? We used to have to buy CD cases and True that. flyers. True that. To put in the CD case. But it's more. But it is more tangible though. So you're but you're lo- you're losing some of that tangibility of I have a piece of this artist with me at all. Yeah, time. You, if you still if you want it, you still can buy it. It's Facts. available. Facts. If you go to Amazon, you can buy any of my artist music. Really? You get it in so case you make sure you yeah. do that for all your artists. Yeah. Because some people, some people as a consumer of music want that hard copy. Of that whatever CD yeah. single whatever. depends on who you are. Like I have it of Lil Wayne, but he the only person. Me too. I was about to say the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. That was I like never when he when that. he dropped his album. I bought the album, mm-hmm. you know the uh, the vinyl, and I put it in a frame and it's on my wall. Really? Yeah. Which but like, one? Which album? Um, the Carter Five. Come on yeah. now. Okay. So yeah. Um. Yeah, but it ain't it ain't in high demand, so it's, it's not, not something we need to really focus on for real. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Got you. So overhead costs kind of mm-hmm. kind of went low. So where were you able to put that money now? Um, Hypothetically. I mean, ads, streaming mm-hmm. ads and stuff like that. You know, like I said, it still costs money. So it's just more money to put into advertisement. So how has radio changed um, with social media? Is it still just as relevant? Do you need to do a press run with, with radio? Yes. Okay. Yes, I still think radio is important. It's just not that that thing that we have to like make pop. Like okay. it's just more of like another cosign. Mm-hmm. Like radio is still considered cosign, mm-hmm. and depending on which radio, right, it matters. You know what I'm saying? Like right. if we run doing a run through New York, we get the Andrew Martinez show. Like a hell yeah, we need to go there. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? But like if it's I mean, but all press is good press to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, press is just press. As long as you're on platforms that can benefit you. Like, you know, if we come on here, let's say you don't have as many followers as Angie, but you have followers that mm-hmm. Angie don't have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I need yours. I need Angie's. Right. I need everybody's. So, Absolutely. You know, um, I still think it's an important piece. It's just not that that number one important piece. Now, um, that's my second question. Mm-hmm. Um, how important has podcasting when it comes to rollouts? Um, for you now as art for artists yeah like radio right ra- i mean podcasting is important now because it's an individual platform mm-hmm. like i said everybody has their own following and people are going certain places right to just tap into the content right to what you're talking about versus what they're talking about mm-hmm. so um it's it's more personal mm-hmm. than radio you know what i mean it is it's it the is. topics that people are talking about is more personal where radio is just pretty much you come in, you talking about your song, and mm-hmm. you getting off the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, podcasting is personal, so you you talking about all kinds of shit. Real deeper, yeah. Yeah, you talking about sex, you talking about money, you talking mm-hmm. about politics, you talking. So it's different fan bases. Yeah. So it's it's definitely it helps with cross promotion for sure. Mm. I think so. I yeah. love it. I love mm. it. Uh, <laughs> is it easier to get the artist uh, seen now versus then? Mm-hmm. And um, does that equate to streams? Because just because you see something on Instagram, you see so much, you may see them, but that doesn't mean you're going to click that link in that bio. But if you see somebody in person, you talking with them, you, you, you get a flyer or you get a CD or you get something, you're going to check that out more. Uh, or or not? I don't know. Yeah, I mean that. I think that's individualized. I don't. I mean, you you need to be seen too. So it's like we're streaming. Yeah, of course, streaming is making it easy for us to make the pennies. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but when you like, okay, so after we after we do streaming and we 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 get these markets who's who's really following us. Like, say for an example, if we do get it on radio in Cincinnati and somebody shazams our song and they playing it in the club and now everybody got the club is shazamming the song, but all this happened in Chicago, we got to go to Chicago because mm-hmm. they rocking with us in Chicago. Let's go spend some time with them in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it might be like a small reach where a certain neighborhood or a pocket in that city is rocking with us because of the majority of the people listen to the music. It's like, all right, so now they listen to us in that neighborhood. Let's see if we can get them to come over here so we can go. You know what I'm saying? So where if if like just say east side, like we on the east side of Cleveland, that's where I'm getting a lot of plays at. So let's see if I can get the east side to come to the west side at this event mm. to make me look good, obviously. And then now we got the west, west side locking in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's still you still got to move around. You have to move around. How regardless? How big? was the analytic side of social media for you? 
as far as a business, seeing mm-hmm. those numbers, seeing that, oh, they're playing this in Chicago. Yeah. How big was that? It's, it's very important. I mean, like I said, it's easier now because we could see where they at. We That's see, why it's easy. Yeah, yeah we could see who yeah. listening to our music, who actually. How did you do it before? You had to like. Yeah, we just we just we just was in the streets and we just because you you it was a lot of free shows going on. You know okay. what I'm saying? So it's like we would pull up like say if if, if it was an artist having a show like Jeezy with somebody was having a concert in Detroit, mm-hmm. we know it was going to be a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. So one, either we was going to pay to get on GM to perform in front mm-hmm. of him. You know, they was taxing and we hit that stage. Stop right there. Yeah. Was it better back then for showcases? Because I feel like there's a drought with actually getting a showcase and getting a deal out of a showcase. Was it a better look for showcases back then? I just want to kind of I think it was more popular because, okay. like I said, we didn't have streaming. So, it, right. we needed those showcases. Right. I don't feel like it's needed as, as much. much. No. So, then the AR, a, you know, A&Rs, the A&Rs uh-huh. don't go. They don't need to. They just go to YouTube exactly. where they go. You know what I mean? So, it's like, yeah, it's just easier to reach people. So, you would go. Okay, my fault. Go yeah. back. You was going to the, you, you would do the showcase. Yeah, so we do the showcases. And then from the showcases, when you outside with your CD, like, hey, I got to do something. Mm-hmm. You hoping they, like, yeah, it's free, but can you donate $2 or something, mm-hmm. something like that? You know what I mean? And we was just hoping that they played the music. So and talk. That's talk. that's how you promoted your music at that time. Okay. So talk to me. Um, best and worst. Best and worst when it comes to artists working with an artist. You don't have to say no names. You can't say no names. We can't say. You told me we got to get a little spicy on what this. You, what you said? I told you that. Yes, you did. I just said let's kick it. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. <laughs> no, you um. Best and worst. Best experience with an artist and worst experience with an uh, artist. The worst experience with an artist, I'll start there, is when we were at a pivotal point in this individual's career and they dropped the ball. Just How? Allowed their personal life to take over. Mm. Jealousy, envy, um, lack of responsibility, uh, going against the grain, mm-hmm. going against the plan we had. And, um, yeah, and I just... It was, it was, this was like our third go round. Ooh. So I'm like, all right. So you really believed in this person? Yeah. Did that hurt you? Mm Mm-hmm. Personally. Because I know we Mm -hmm. try to keep everything business. I ain't going to say it hurt me personally. It didn't hurt me personally. I ain't going to lie. I'm I'm not going to say I don't have feelings. Right. But I'm good. (laughs) Um... Um, it didn't hurt me personally. I mean, I, of course, my time wasted is like a form of disrespect. Facts, you know facts, what I'm saying? Facts, so I felt facts. like it's, I was disrespected. And it's like, you said you trust me, but if you trust me, you wouldn't be doing that. You mm-hmm. should be following my lead. Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess it's striking nerve, but I, I, I done became so immune to, to it now. Mm, okay. And you got to kind of like get this thick skin, they say. Yeah. So it's like... Whatever. Now. It's like I mean, cause at the, at this point, like I'm me. I'm gonna be good. Facts. Yeah, I can go find another you tomorrow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which is a talented individual. It's a lot of talented people out here. Facts. 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 So, um, how long did it take you personally to get to this point? Shit, about ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Who were you before? I was still the shit. I just wasn't the shit on this level. I was always the shit. I like, can tell. Yeah. I know. I <laughs> yeah, can tell when I met you. Yeah, I was always the shit. I mean, I was always a leader from having gangs and not not like... Yeah, like we gonna cut not, that. No, I'm saying not like gang, gang banging. Member. No, I'm not saying like gang banging. Like I never was in, a, in like no strong gang. But I'm just saying like a leader. That's why she was. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I just always been a leader, and I never steered people. Like people knew I got good intentions. So it's like I'm put. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm putting this as gang leader. <laughs> no. Serious. <laughs> no, but like people just trusted my leadership. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like they knew I was. I had a good heart. Yeah. Like I never been a fucked up individual. So Actually. it was like. People are so eager to just be like, what's up? Like, what you got going on? So, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, I've I always been in a good position. As far now, as, and I had good people around me a lot, too. So, How important is having a good team? Is yeah. it a team or is it personal individuals that kind of boosted you up? Or was it like your business team? Like, no, it was, was all, it, it was all personal. Wow. Yeah, like I like let my friends and family tell it I could fly. <laughs> Like, literally, go jump off that building. I believe you could fly. Wow. They believe in you like that. Yeah, like, my, my family and friends don't play. Ooh. Like, they, they, they never did play. Ooh. Ever. 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 How important was that? Shit, I don't think I'd be here without them. Did you know that that was that important back then? Yeah. 
That's so it. since the since the jump, you knew my 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 family was the most important people to keep me going. Yeah, family and friends for sure. Like I like, cause that that was my first movement. My first movement was my family and friends. Was it? Yeah. With the cousins and the mm-hmm. nephews, aunties, all of yep. them. My aunt was like my best friend. May she rest it. in peace. Yeah, like she ain't like I. I'm telling you, like, and the thing about them telling me to fly that I could fly. And the reason why I never feared what they tell me or or just kind of like, nah. Because it's like how I always saw life is like they told me I could fly, right? They was like, go jump off that building. And then I would get to the top of the building um, preparing myself to jump. And I would just see them down there. Mm -hmm. So even if I was about to fall, they they going to catch me. Mm -hmm. They ain't got to pick me up. They catching me. I'm not going to hit the ground. No matter where. Like, so I always had that type of support, too. So. My life has been cool. It ain't it. been perfect. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you know, I had ups and downs. I took losses, a lot of losses. And, you know, I, sometimes I wish people would be like, no, don't, not that. That's not a good idea. No, mm-hmm. don't leave yet. Don't go do it. Don't spend that on that. Oh, they believe you so much. They just, sometimes. my mother, like, literally, I told my mom when I was 16, like, that I wanted to move to Atlanta. She didn't try to stop me. <laughs> she didn't get no hesitation. Yeah, like, I moved to Atlanta so many times broke. Really? Yeah, like, she ain't my mother. So that was like... But she know you a hustler. Yeah, but sometimes I wish she would have been like, yo, you might want to stack a couple more. Because I wouldn't have came back so many times. Yeah, like, you know? So I've always been a risk taker, too. So it's just like, I don't know. And then even with relationships, uh, I just feel like they just... Like, meant like the guys I dated just always was like, I'm not going to... I don't want to stop you. I don't want to... Stop you from living out your dreams and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, if you would have stopped me from going, I probably would be gone in already. a great relationship with you right now. Right. <laughs> but people just let me do me. I don't know what it is about. Oh, it. so you wanted him to stop you? I mean, I'm talking like now, looking back. You thought about like what? Would you have let them though? Cause I don't. You gotta, I don't know. I don't know. True. True. I don't know. True. I don't that's know. A, my that's life. That's a hard question. <laughs> I don't know. My life may have been different. Had you not let me fucking leave. Oh, she talking to somebody there. <laughs> she talking to somebody right there. But yeah, no, because I don't, they just, everybody just was like, no, I don't, I don't want to stop you. Just go do your dreams. Live out your dreams. Okay. With he be telling us sometimes. He telling us he sometimes. He said we've been on here for 37 minutes yeah. or that, that's how many minutes we got <laughs> he left. He look up the number that we got. Hello, oh, Scott. <laughs> Shout out to the royal team in the building. He's like, what the numbers going <laughs> I saw 42 and I saw 37. I'm like, what is that? No, it was 24. Oh, I thought I saw 42. But you fall 42. Yeah, yeah, I can see why he's Because he's probably mm-hmm. out. Uh, but yeah, so, you know. That's hilarious. That, um, that's, I don't know. That's hilarious. That they, told me I, they told me I was intimidating. Been stopped, but weren't. Yeah, they told me I was Oh, absolutely. The that's first a, time? For, yeah, okay, well, let's well, go back. Let's go back to the first you time said I that, met you. You said that so, like, loud, like... I, Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. intimidating. I, the first time I met you, yes. Ooh. Now you're good. I'm like, okay. But what's what's the like? I hear it so much, so I gotta embrace it. But like, is it is it me? Did you it's see not my? Bad. Did you see my? How, how is intimidation not bad? It's not bad because you actually, you actually walk into the room with respect already. So if you need to have a little but intimidation, intimidation. intimidation I, when I hear intimidation, I hear I think it's of fear. Not a bad negative, yeah. Yeah, I think of fear, you know. And it, it, I never feared you, but it was like I have to respect your time because you really about something, and I gotta respect uh, what I have to do when you book me. You know what I'm saying? Like I took it, I take it. I have to feel like you take it a little bit more seriously when somebody got a little bit of oh, more. Oh, you said serious, so intimidation, serious. They... Yeah, like they kind of go hand in hand when it's oh, like okay. you just know <laughs> you can't play around. Like you said earlier, like he was kind of playing with your time and it was disrespectful. I can see you slapping that nigga, like, like. You so got, fear, fear, you got... like you said. So you, I can slap a nigga and a nigga not gonna beat my ass, like. No, I'm, no, he what? wouldn't. He wouldn't. He'd be, he just, he, I would just get. I hit. don't hit people. If you just, for if the you record, just like, look, nigga, this shit was terrible. Bow. I'm not. I'm so not that person, uh, though. I guess we gotta do it again. I'm. I'm so not that person. I'm so not no, that you're person. You're so loving. You're loving. I'm so not that person. Yeah. But that's that's interesting. You you painted it like that. I, I mean, shit. What I'm supposed to do? I think I, I think in this in this in as a leader, as a as a woman, I'm I'm be just be 
very transparent here. Because my mom can be intimidating, but she's also the most loving person you will ever meet. But she don't play. She don't play. So it's like, um, as and I say that to say, as a, as women um, in, in male-dominated industries, a little intimidation goes a long way. Mm-hmm. People will... People love to take advantage of individuals that are hungry and that want to do right by people. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that, nigga, I said six, and you talk about eight, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> if you don't have that just a little bit, you see, then, I hit, I hit you with the LOL though. Right? You, yeah, like... facts, facts. <laughs> but if you don't, but but if you just hit you with the okay, then I might switch it to ten, or you know what I'm saying? People will just start playing with you, and I feel like that a little bit stops that playness, and you because you don't want to be played with. I don't. Exactly. So I, I think that's better than the alternative, the alternative to me. What What do you think I could should do could do about that? About being like intimidating, being less intimidating. What should I do? Uh, you gotta just walk around with roses in your hand or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because I think it's just who you are, and I don't think intimidating is the, the best word for it. I don't think that's a, the best word for but it. But you said, oh, hell yeah. But I think it's because Most definitely. I'm, I'm a very good media personality, so I have great, you know, and I'm flamboyant about things. But So you saying it really wasn't? It may not be that <laughs> aggressively, but... Man, I guess. No, people tell me all the time, so it's like I, I salute to the people who's not intimidated by me. Facts. But I don't think you. I don't think you. I don't think it lasts. I don't. I think. I think you. I think it comes in like, uh, like. <laughs> not I, can you hear I yourself? Gonna say, I even gonna say. <laughs> Why not? You keeping it real, right? You being no, transparent, fact, right? But no. Uh, but when you when, when you first meet when you first meet you, it's like okay, this is somebody that's about her business, and you're not finna play with her. But then when she embraces you, it's uh, you're somebody that you can talk to, and they're gonna give you that real. They're gonna give you that honesty. They're gonna, and you can trust that you're gonna get that. And you know how hard it is, especially in this industry, mm-hmm. to find somebody like that. So you want me to be your muscle? Mentally and physically, absolutely. <laughs> I guess that's why I said shout out to the people that's that's you know uh, not afraid to uh, like step, you know. Facts. And that's like I said, professionally, personally, whatever the whole nine yards. Like, you know, it takes a lot, I guess, to be okay with you know sliding in my DM and shit like that. Hey, I slid for some opportunity. <laughs> yeah, after we met, not in- initially, you did. No, no, I didn't know you before. But when we met, I knew you were. Oh, you know what? You did. You when I saw you at the studio. Remember, I saw you at uh, Nerve DJ's studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, yeah. like the first time we actually met. But I had mm. already saw the podcast and stuff mm. like that. So. And you told me that that day. So I lightweight broke the ice with you. When first you said. Rule. I think you. you might have said something first. I think you did say something did first. I? I think so. I'm not good at that. At I think all. you said something first. I'm terrible at that actually. Yeah. I don't know how I even meet people because I don't. I'm very, very introverted. It actually. could have been the conversation I was having with the other people that Maybe. made you look. Yeah, so. Like, oh, she seemed cool. Let me. Facts. <laughs> I'll be plotting like that, too. Like, oh, she's not a mean person. Let me go say hi. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But you got two more businesses that we got to talk about. You got one mm-hmm. of your shirt, and you got um, oh, shirt. you got the cars. You got the skirt, skirts. Yep. Um, so let's talk about the cars real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to get the, the abbreviation wrong, but I want to try it. Is it SNXX? S S N X. I was totally wrong, but um, yeah. S S N. Yeah, so that's just the first initial of some of my siblings. Oh really? Uh, siblings. I'm sorry, my family members, not siblings. I swear, that's what. Yeah, that so came um, from. yeah, so I have two other business partners, and we decided to name just some. We just threw some shit together, mm-hmm. honestly. But well, what it, is it? Tell the people. It made what the names? Then well, the name of the business and what oh is yeah, X X S S N X Enterprise. Um. And basically, we just, we're a rental car company, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, shout out to the Toro platform. We just grabbed a couple cars from Ford Focus to Maserati. We made a Maserati rest in peace. What happened? <sighs> it, it died this past uh, week. But, yeah, it's okay. We, we're coming back stronger. Factual. So, um, but, yeah, so we Ford Focus all the way up to a Maserati. So we got trucks. We got uh, compact cars. We got luxury cars. And where can they get this? Um, you can find us on the tour platform, but if you follow us on IG, it'll take you directly to the cars, individual okay. cars. So, yeah. That's dope. And yep. what's the uh, IG name for that? 
It's SSNX. SSNX Enterprise. SSNX Enterprise, yeah. Okay. And how long have you had this this business? And what uh, made you get into it? Six months. Um, I walked off my job six months ago. Okay. I was working at 9 to 5 at a hotel. And, um, you know, I was just looking for some investments. And I had a friend that was already doing it. And so we sat down and we talked about it. Gotcha. Yep. And, and how's it been? It's been going pretty good, but like I said, besides the, the faults that happens, but I guess that's just part of the business. So, right. but yeah, we did great this this last six months. And awesome. then you got the All Star Game coming. Yep, All Star Game coming up. Yeah, so yeah, good. We was this able won't to, be we, out, but uh, we was able to. <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, All Star Weekend. Right, that's it. Shit, was popping. It was popping. Yeah, so um, yeah. I mean, that's just that, yeah. So I'm a serial entrepreneur, you know. And with the clothing, um, I started out and started out in 2017 with it. it. Was just more so like a message to support my business. And what's the message? Uh, hush this work. Come on now. Yeah. So it basically is just shut the fuck. Up. It's just really it's really result driven. Like people take it the wrong way. It's really just let the results of your hard work do the talking. And that came from, you know, me working with with certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, and businesses, you know, like everybody has the art. Like we have a lot of artists from hairstylists, like I said, to car um, shops and, and all that, you know. And everybody's just so excited to start their business mm-hmm. that they prematurely announce stuff. Everything. Like they feel like Everything. I got to tell you every single thing that mm-hmm. I'm doing and then when the fucking building blow up mm-hmm. and we don't got no business, mm-hmm. you looking crazy. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a moment of frustration, honestly, that I came up with this and it, I wanted to tell my clients, like, shut up. Like, just mm-hmm. work. Let the results of your hard work talk for you. I love it. So when we do this grand opening, they're going to know you've been working. You mm-hmm. don't have to show them. Every you know what I mean? Like laid. we don't have to we don't have to show them the the check you wrote out to the right. architect. Right. We gonna show them your shit when it's complete and you put your all into it, mm-hmm. and that alone is gonna tell people like, oh, that person been working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's what it was about. Like I just I, I just decided to put it on a shirt, and I pulled up like back in the day, popped up in my trunk. In my neighborhood first, and I sold out my first day. What? Yeah, like we had like a hundred shirts. The city behind you, yeah. huh? And I just, I just took it back to my roots. You know what I'm saying? Because I, like with me being in the position I'm in, it's always, hey, support me by supporting somebody else. Mm-hmm. So like, you support me by downloading my artist music, or mm-hmm. you support me by coming to my artist show. You know what I mean? So it's like, here's a direct way for you to support me. Facts. And they was just like, yeah. So this is solely your 100% owner. Yeah. I, I will give credit to my uh, one of my friends. We was having a conversation. And I gave him my frustration. He Together, we came up with the slogan. But it's financially invested, marketing, promotion, all that. That's all I mean. Facts. So it's pretty much like I give him credit for helping me come up with the idea. Facts. And he actually drew the design as, as well, too. So shout out to uh, Ant for that. Yeah. Shout out to Ant. Shout mm-hmm. out to that. Shout out to that. Um, opportunity that came mm-hmm. from frustration mm-hmm. a lot of great things can come from frustration yeah if you let it yeah for sure so what have you learned because we're gonna get out of here because my boy getting a little antsy over he's gonna throw we it. told him to bring that chair in here <laughs> i know right it's <laughs> getting a little warm got right. that coat on <laughs> he tired he already tired um but um we're gonna get out of here soon i ain't gonna leave you i know you got your it's a little it's getting a little late out here it's getting yeah. a little late but um, I think your story is something that needed to be heard um, for the women. And it's not like it's not out there. But um, for my listeners, I think a lot of um, uh, college women mm-hmm. can take this story and run with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they need help, they can always hit me up. And where can they get you at? Yeah. Um, so you can follow my IG. at yes. No, uh-huh. we're going to start the website. Come on. You can go to my website at seriousmo.com and mm-hmm. everything you need to know or find is on that page. Um, if you're a social media, you can follow me on series.mo. That's my main page that directs you to all of my businesses. Um, yeah, and I have an office located in Valley View, Ohio, but I love to travel. So if you're out of state or something like that and you need me to come out there to you, I'll be glad to come out there. For a yeah. slifey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the bag. Yeah. Um, serial entrepreneur, and we're going to get out of here soon, but serial entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you know you wanted to be that? Um, when I came back home and 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 realized that it was a a, a lack of, um, and I knew that I knew business mm-hmm. because of what you know me studying business and stuff like that. So I knew business. So I knew I could start any business. It was just trying to figure out what actual passion I was gonna have. Yeah. And then um, music just kind of took over. Gotcha. Um, so who's on your roster now, right now? 
Um, so I like I work with Capital Structure, right. which is the home of Ty Bree and DJ Ryan Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Coley Rich, who's an R&B singer. Um, we know her. We know her <laughs> royal family. She's yeah. amazing. Um, and I that, did. that was based because she did that. She, she put that together. <laughs> put that together. For sure. Um, yeah, shout yeah, out to Coley, working hard. Um I, I, it's a see. I work with a lot of businesses, so it's, mm-hmm. it's, I I'll be here all day. Cause I it's something simple as um, doing financial reports for a business. Wow. Um, I do invoices for certain businesses. Wow. Yeah, I create marketing plans for certain businesses. So you just do it all. Yeah, it it all comes back to business though. Right. So like the, the, the break, source the, of the, it. The yeah. Breakdown of the business. Yeah. So yeah, I just provide business services. Yeah. So whatever it is you need, if I can't do it, I have someone that I outsource to that's directly connected to me that can do it for sure. That's amazing. So providing all your business with all the business it needs, mm-hmm. like everything. So you could just go do your thing. So what's next for you? See what's next for me? Um I think I think I need to uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out to the youth a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um kind of change my demographic a little bit. I'm gonna go a little younger because I do have some dope uh young adults that are doing their thing. Um, so I just want to make sure that they're guided the right way because we're in an entrepreneurial space now. Mm-hmm. So everybody and their mom and their grandma, everybody's starting a business, but um, a lot of them don't know how to run it. Mm. So I feel like I, that's something I need to put out. So my content that I'm working on now is to help those individuals. Um, and I want to turn a couple people into some billionaires. So... That's like my ultimate goal. So you got some big dreams right now. Yeah. I love it. Now you started a podcast. I did a podcast. <laughs> What's it called? It's called Ghetto Nerds Podcast. And what is it about? Um, so I, I created that podcast initially with my cousin. Um, and it was just to, to shine some light on entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. uh, politicians, musicians, and just kind of talk about the history of their journey. Yeah. So yeah, I ended it. The last episode I shot was with Ray Cash. Shout out to Ray Cash. Um, but yeah, we just we just talk. We talk and Legend, we just yeah man. we we talk stories and we 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 try to help people um, from our mistakes. You know. When I tell you she has every legend in her phone, she could call any one of them from the city <laughs> right now. I bet you a hundred dollars. But uh, I do. How does that feel to be? Uh, and we gonna and I've been saying we are gonna get out of here, but I just want to keep talking to you. Uh, how? Have you, how does it feel to have um, the respect of your peers? It feels great, but it feels normal. Because you've always had it? Now, you never told me your favorite artist that you worked with. Well, you know, we ain't talk about favorite or worst artists. We talking about situations. No, you said worst. You said your worst. Situation, not artist. Situation, true. Yeah, because I love that artist. <laughs> true, true. Um. But my favorite type of artist to work with or business owner mm-hmm. is one that's focused, one that's dedicated, one that's open-minded, um, and willing to invest in themselves. Now, this is a big question that I've seen um, go around, uh, especially for independent artists. How much do you think, and you just give a ballpark, you don't have to be specific sure. or anything, how much do you think it takes to, and this is going to be a two-part question again, how part? How much do you think it takes to one break a single in today's age, and two break the artist as a as a mainstream, even if it's just an urban mainstream, popping artist that can get booked for shows. We, we in the industry we usually don't like to go no less than like fifty. Fifty k. Yeah. On a single. Yeah, or album, whatever. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's, like, on the low end because you got to do radio. Yeah. You got to travel. You got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to promote yourself. You obviously got to have a team with you moving around with you. Um, and then, basically, we'll we'll make money along the way as well. Mm-hmm. But that's usually where you got to start at, honestly, like, to really get. Because otherwise, you're going to just be hustling. Mm-hmm. You know, you can stream all day long, and then you can let that money pile up. But if you really want to take off, we can't we can't do it no less than that. So, cause you spending like at least, like just on radio support, and like it's not even about being on radio per se. But sometimes we got to get on these like summer jams and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and that stuff costs money sometimes. Yeah, to be that, you know what I mean. So, Especially out of state stuff, that's fact. Yeah, how so do you build so relationships out of state? I feel like um, that's the hardest part. Um, you just bring value. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Um, it's not just about, you know, what can I take from you? It's also what can I bring to you? So if I bring you an artist and they're not really popping, either I'm going to bring you a check or I'm going to bring you a following some kind mm-hmm. of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to make sure my squad, my team, promoting as much as possible. So, and then um, a lot of that is based off relationships. Mm-hmm. Just building over time. Yeah. So, like, where it was an interview like yourself, somebody like yourself, right? We starting right now from the ground. But if you get to another level and I got an artist, you're going to remember me from now. Right. And I could hit you up like, hey, I got this new artist. I want to bring them through your show. Factual. So, you know, um, I think that's a, gr- a great example of what Hef built for himself. Mm-hmm. And just learning that, like, you have to build. So sometimes you got to take the low-end jobs to just to get a relationship mm-hmm. for when you get to the next level. You Absolutely. got it there. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, but you got to move around. I mean, you got to move around. Like, people throw showcases, people throwing parties, people throwing different type of events. You got to just pop up and introduce yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, shit, I met B-Dot. Like, and wow. we cool. We talk to each other in DMs just for me showing up to a conference. Wow. You know what I mean? We had a short conversation, and from that conversation, him being a dope person as well, we just was able to create the rapport. That's amazing. So That's if amazing. I had something awesome to offer him right now today, I probably can get through the door. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to move around. So, Now, is there anything about your story that I missed? Because I want to get it all. Uh-uh. I'm single and I'm looking for a husband. There you go. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm just playing. I'm not looking. I, don't, I think I'm, it's just going to be me and God. Has your... <laughs> Till I die. There's me and God, man. Factual. We're taking it to the grave. Factual. Have, how has the... And you spoke on it a little bit um, in these last two questions I got. How how has your personal life... <laughs> how, person? how has your personal life um, been affected by the serial <laughs> entrepreneur? You, how much time we got? <laughs> you keep putting it up. I don't know. Yeah, You're you going to ask that question at the end? Um, no, I'll keep it short. Um, it affected it a lot, honestly. Um, a lot. Do you regret it? Not all of it. I don't regret all of it. Some of it, yeah. Some of the, some of the things I could have done different, but mm-hmm. that's life. It's like we'll see what happens this next go around. But like, <laughs> I'm like just being in the studio. Like, sir, like I tell people all the time. People people argue with me about this, especially men. Um, <laughs> about men understanding, being understanding to my profession. Mm-hmm. Like, they meet me knowing I'm in an industry. And they still, you know, talk to me and stuff like that. But, and they should understand me being in the studio all the time or being on the road with men and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'm I, I, I'm a little sympathetic to that because I'm like, if it was me, even though I know you a promoter of a club and we hooked up and we had a good time, I don't know how much of how much of that I could take on a every weekend basis. And mm-hmm. you at the strip club and so temptation is always there. Mm-hmm. So I, I just a little leeway with that. So I just feel I probably need to work on that a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's like if somebody wants to go out on a date or want to spend time with me or something like that, I'm able to say, okay, drop the studio and actually go on this date mm-hmm. to make this person happy. If that's what they're into, if that's what their love language is. And I can't keep turning them down because I'm at the studio and stuff right. like that. So. Yeah, but that that and then family too. I miss a lot of family events and stuff like that with this music stuff sometimes too. So. And did it affect relationships? Um, yes and no. I I feel like my like I said my family is my ride or die, so they gonna understand. Right. Yeah, but like I got a cousin who has a prom and a graduation coming up, and I had award shows and stuff like that. But I'm not, I'm not going. I'm not gonna miss that. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm learning from my mistakes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's all we can do. Yeah. So, so yeah. last thing we do here at the King TV Network is get it off your chest. So, um, I don't even know if we have this camera going anymore. We, it's oh. not going anymore? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's okay. We got one right here. Oh, um, it, died. It, it ran out of space? Yeah, probably. Um, but, get it off your chest. I'm cool over there. You go right here. All right, get it off my chest. Uh-huh. I want everybody to uh, stop fucking around. I need y'all to be dedicated. I need y'all to be focused. I need y'all to figure out exactly what y'all want. And stop playing with your life. And <laughs> I'm gonna shed a tear. I ain't gonna lie, that was that was some real shit. That was people piss me off, man. Believe in yourself. Like people be people, you know, people make excuses all the time, and it's, I'm tired of that. Like you are in charge of your own life. Facts. You is you is you is. I don't care how you was brought up. I don't care none of that. Like you have the ability to change your life. If you need help, there's resources out here for you to get help mentally, physically, the whole nine yards. So no more excuses. Like I don't. 
No doing. more excuses, 2020. That's facts. Nope. No more excuses. And on that note, we're going to leave it at that. Thank you, Sirius Mo, so You're welcome. much. welcome. Thank you. This has been amazing. Um, this is the start of the 2020 campaign, 2022 yeah. campaign. Uh, we are really out here now because we have a serious, serious, serious problem on our hands right yes. now. Okay. Sure. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And congratulations on everything. Thank I'm you. excited for you. This is the King Team Network. Thank you, Royal Family. We out of here. Just so you know, you said 2020 again. I know. We is in I, 2020. Though. We I, in 2020. Oh, yeah, because you said... Uh, I said 2020. I, I, was, I said, I'm just going to take it as we in the 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, when my, that's when my body